0: Heard weekdays from noon to one.
1: So uh, we are going to move along to our next uh, topic, and that is the King Street Pilot Project. Uh, You heard Paul Seacon mention it. And uh, he's not very happy about it. Um, And uh, today is day two of the King Street pilot project in which drivers cannot drive on King Street for more than a block before turning right. Now, if you're on social media, you've probably seen the videos of drivers completely ignoring the new rules and driving right through the intersections along King. And for this week, the police will just be issuing warnings. Have a listen. This
2: is a map of the changes to the intersections and that way you can follow those and make sure you don't contravene anymore. As you can see, uh, you got on at uh, York, is here. Yeah. So all those ones that you weren't supposed to go through there or through there, you know, it's all, it's all there. Oh. Okay, so okay. follow the rules next time. If you are caught, you will be charged.
1: Okay. Well, there you heard the police issuing a warning along King Street. Uh, That's going to last for the next week. Uh, But in the meantime, uh, we want to hear from you if you've been driving along King Street or if you have an opinion about it. Uh, We just heard uh, Paul Seacon say that he's uh, rarely seen it so empty. So uh, that might uh, that it's working and doing its job. The numbers to call once again: three six zero zero seven forty, toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. And right now, let's go to Brad Ross, who is the executive director of corporate communications for the TTC. Hi, Brad. How are you? Hi. Good afternoon. I'm well, thank you. Good. So, uh, how's it going today? We saw a lot of video from yesterday, and uh, it it didn't appear to be working
2: oh no it's absolutely working and maybe what you're seeing is our our automobiles you know uh in the first well we're 24 hours into this a little more than 24 hours into this automobiles uh getting used to the changes there's you know it's uh it's a big change that king street between jarvis and bathurst is not a through street anymore and so um cars and drivers are going to need to adapt and, and get used to that and, and, uh, you know, uh, when we have a change like this, you have to expect that it's going to take a few weeks for, for people to settle in and recognize uh, what the change is. But uh, in the last 24 hours, uh, Libby, it has been going extremely well for the TTC. Um, the, uh, the, 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 the ride-in this morning was, uh, uh, was, was very good. Uh,
1: do you know how many people have been stopped for not obeying the new rules?
2: I don't. That's something that police will be able to help you with. But uh, I know what they're doing now is, you know, they're uh, when when they see drivers not obeying the rules, as they are pulling them over, they're giving them warnings, uh, educating uh, motorists about the changes, uh, so that the next time they come down to King Street, they'll know to to find an alternative, and uh, the, and that King Street is not a through street, and uh, that that's the message, and that's the message. It's going to take some time for people to you know, for it to sink in, despite, you know, all of our efforts and talking about this through the media, through advertising, um, all the discussion, all the public consultation that has occurred, it's still when it becomes reality, like it is now, um, it it does, it does take some time and and some adjustment. And so that's to be expected.
1: Okay. Um, So I thought there was going to be something physical that was going to force the drivers off
2: there are there are what we call Jersey barriers on the other side of every intersection where you have to turn right on um, the other side of that intersection, you'll see a Jersey barrier there. It's been wrapped in uh, into public art and it's got uh, deflectors on it or reflectors rather that, uh, that you know, that that you can see at night. That other side of that Jersey barrier is the new streetcar stop. We've moved the streetcar stops to the other side of the road now. Um, and so when you approach an intersection where you have to turn right off of King. There are uh, signs at the uh, on the lights that say you know no left hand turn, no through traffic, uh, painted right arrows in the curb lane and the Jersey barrier, the physical barrier if you will, on the other side of the road to to indicate to drivers that they you know, they can't continue through on this lane. They must turn right off of. King.
1: Okay, uh Brad, I'm going to give the numbers out again. I'd like to hear from people on the first couple of days of the pilot project. I'm on the line with Brad Ross who is the executive director of corporate communications for the TTC. The numbers here are 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. We're talking about the King Street pilot project which is that you can't drive on king street between bathurst and jarvis for more than a block without turning right um for those of you who are on social media there's been a lot of video of a lot of people not doing that but we're only 24 hours into it and the police are only issuing warnings for the first week but after the week those warnings will turn into tickets so um everybody listen up um Brad, um, there are a lot of people who are kind of skeptical about uh, whether this is a pilot project or really this is basically a done deal. What exactly is it that, that uh, you are going to measure?
2: So the TTC is measuring uh, three things specifically. We'll be measuring ridership. Uh, that is, will, will we see an increase in the number of people who, who opt to take the King Street car, for example? I mean, it is our busiest surface route today. Uh, 65,000 people ride the car today, but um, we would always like to have more people taking public transit. So we'll be measuring ridership. We'll be measuring travel times. So how long is that trip taking um, versus what it was taking, you know, uh, three months ago, for example? Is it improving? Is that Travel time improving, and the other thing we want to look at, and we want to see improvements around, is the reliability. So, for example, the 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 King Streetcar is scheduled for for rush hour to uh, arrive about every four minutes, Um, and that reliability is very, very important to uh, to to managing crowding and to managing travel times, and and that's what we were seeing on King is an unreliability of that streetcar because of congestion because of traffic and so it has the reliability improved are we sticking to our schedule because you know we're not now contending with 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 cars a, a single car for example making a left-hand turn holding up a streetcar so um, those three things we will be watching very closely um we will be publishing that data regularly um uh, publicly, of course. So um, that's that's the TTC's measure. The city will be looking at um, at car travel times on, on neighboring uh, streets. They'll also be looking at um, retail sales data, for example, via Moneris uh, and how our businesses doing along the corridor. Uh, Is it having an impact on them? So there's a number of things that um, that we'll be measuring and looking at. It is a pilot. There's uh, there's there's no uh, we have no preset uh, determinations on this. We want to uh, try something. We have to try something because. Uh, anybody who uses King or used King uh, last week, for example, knows that it doesn't work. It's it's uh, you know it's congested. It's often faster to walk than it is to take the streetcar in some parts of King Street. And we know that that's not right. We need to fix that. We need to try something. Doing nothing really isn't an option. So let's see how this works. Are there going to be tweaks that we have to make throughout? No doubt about that. We will uh, we'll have to keep a very close eye on that and tweak it as necessary, and then report back to City Council. Uh, in about a year's time.
1: Okay, um, hold that thought, Brad. Uh, Let's hear from Don in Toronto. Hi, Don.
3: How are you today?
1: Fine, how are you?
3: Oh, not too bad. Uh, Regarding uh, King Street, so what Mr. Ross is telling me that you can't drive, you can go a block, so now Queen Street is going to be jam-packed, and then what are they going to do six months down the road? take traffic off of Queen Street? Or are they going to go a a block south? You know, traffic goes back and forth. Mr. Ross makes good money. Now, you have to picture all these stores and everything on King Street. And they say, oh, they're going to check them out, blah, 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 blah. You know what? When it comes down to it, nobody at City Hall listens. All they do is say hey we're going to do it and that's the end of it.
1: So you don't believe that this is really a pilot project and they're going to measure all these things?
3: No they're not going to do that they're going to keep it just like they keep the uh, bicycle lanes on Bluer Street.
1: Mm-hmm. You know that
3: was a pilot project and that's a mess over there.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
3: but you know uh, uh, I don't think Mr. Uh, Tory drives a car does he?
1: Well, he, he he takes public transit a lot, and uh, he is driven in a car sometimes, but he tries to take public transit.
3: You know, and here, here's one more thing. The TTC says, you know, we have to make more money. You know, I understand that, but I, I, I live on Dufferin Street, and I see a bus come. It's not a main intersection, and because there's a, a few people, he opens the back doors. So how do you collect money? when it's not even a main intersection. And then another thing is he says he wants the TTC to move and get people moving. On Dufferin Street here, five buses come in a row, one behind each other. The first one is jam-packed. You think the bus behind would pull in front? No, they just follow the leader. And then you have to wait 10 minutes because five came right behind each other.
1: Okay. I was actually going to ask uh, Brad how the new, uh, how the new uh, King Street project would work with that. Don, thanks for your call. Thank you. We're going you. to let uh, Brad respond. Hey, Brad. Hi. So um, in terms of you know,
2: managing that you know the, the the gapping and the bunching um, that that Don mentioned there. I mean that is something that uh, is is a perennial challenge for not just the TTC but every major transit system in the world, and that's what you contend with when operating in traffic, especially streetcars in mixed traffic. Toronto is unique in the world in that it has streetcars that operate in mixed traffic. That is versus a right-of-way, right of uh, way, Like you see on Spadina or Saint Clair or on Queen's Key. Um, and so what we what we're doing for this pilot is we have dedicated route supervisors and man and a manager at our control center Focused solely on the 504 King and the 514 Cherry, the two routes that actually operate on King Street, uh, to to ensure that it is um, operating uh, properly, that we're managing that route effectively. That if there is gapping that we start to see or bunching that we start to see, that we manage that um, very very closely because this we, we want this to be successful. King Street was not working, as I was saying, so we need to manage that very successfully. Dufferin is a is a whole other challenge. Yeah, very uh,
1: you know it's. I was on it the other day. What a what a mess.
2: Well, you know, so south of Bloor, it becomes almost a, a very narrow residential street, and you know, you get north of Eglinton, it becomes a a major arterial roadway. So it's it, it Dufferin is a, is a is a real challenge, but we have seen tremendous improvements there because we've dedicated staff to to managing that route again as best as we possibly can. It's never going to be perfect, but route management is is critical in all of this. And with respect to Queen Street, um, we we don't think that. A lot of uh, drivers are going to be uh, diverting up to Queen that they, you know, they'll probably be using Richmond or Adelaide to the north or uh, Front, Wellington, Lakeshore. Well, Queen is
1: sort of under construction. I mean, it's very hard to use Queen as it is.
2: Well I I mean it is you know infrastructure and managing uh, and, and keeping infrastructure in a state of good repair is a uh, is is again a, a, a one of those things that that, uh, that that cities need to do that is what what cities progressive modern cities do is they keep their infrastructure going and if we didn't uh we you and I may be having a very different conversation
1: Um, And I guess uh, I think the TTC probably has a bit of a a credibility problem. I'm going to take a call from Steve. But I think, again, people, um, Brad, what do you want to say to people about, uh, you, you know, having them believe that this really is a trial?
2: Well, I, I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure what more I can say other than to tell you that it is. It is something that we are measuring. It is something that we are. Uh, we we have uh, metrics for which we we want to see how we're doing on those three things I talked about: reliability, ridership, and travel times. We'll be posting those very publicly and very transparently. Um, you know, there's there's no hiding behind any of that. Uh, we want this to work. Of course, we we look. Doing nothing, as I said, isn't an option. So, um, you know, if you, if, you, if you drive on King Street, if you take public transit on King Street, if you walk on King Street in that corridor between Jarvis and Bathurst, then you know that King Street isn't working, that something has to give. We have to try this.
1: Okay, uh, let's hear from Stephen Markham. Hi, Steve.
4: Hello, Libby. Yes. Where are they coming up with those 65,000 passengers? That means that means five hundred streetcars going westbound and five hundred streetcars going eastbound with sixty five passengers. They don't have five hundred
1: streetcars. Wait a minute. So we'll let we'll, let's let Brad respond to that. <laughs> Am
2: I joking? So that's a big joke. That's right, over so the
1: course over the course of of a day, um,
2: we measure ridership, and so uh, we have about fifty to to sixty streetcars operating on King Street from Broadview Station <laughs> to Dundas West Station, and um, and, and so and depending on the streetcar when and the type of streetcar. Uh, they can carry anywhere between 50 to 100 to 200 people. And so that ridership is measured. It's measured in a number of different ways. We actually do people counts. We do counts based on revenue collected on those cars based on
4: Presto taps.
1: Is that good enough for you, Steve? That means 1,000
4: streetcars carrying 65 people. Give me a break, man. Give me a break.
1: The, the cars go all day the street cars oh, go all day i know
4: i've know. i been on Kenya and i've waited 12 minutes for a stupid street car and then six of them show up
1: <laughs> but that's a that's a problem that they're trying to solve but those okay. numbers
4: the, those numbers are totally totally inaccurate totally inaccurate
1: okay well um well yeah. brad who has the numbers says they're accurate uh, thanks for your call let's go to nick in toronto hi nick oh hello how are you fine how are you you're on the air i'm okay thank you okay the the project which
4: is there you know it's costing city lots of money to do it it's gonna cost three cost the city lots of money not to do, to take it away if it's no good uh you have to think about uh the, the pollution which is gonna be for me to take from uh, jarvis to to or whatever is that project i really don't know what it is because i'm no Going in downtown very often, it's gonna take me in you know, a rush hour. Maybe it's gonna take me take me half an hour. With this project, it's gonna take me two hours. In two hours, my engine is gonna work. What is that? What, what is that? uh which is going in the air. Uh, and, and it, I yeah, don't think and, it's
1: gonna take you two hours to get from Jarvis to Bloor. Uh, I'm I'm pretty. I think that I'd be pretty safe in saying it won't. Um, okay. but no, I, I no, I
4: agree with you. I exaggerate. You know, don't worry. I'm 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 so I'm sorry to say that two hours. I'm sorry to say that, but it's gonna it's gonna take you three or four, four times more than the time which you had before, and and it's all the engines are gonna work, and we are just fighting, you know, for clear air. But that's okay. But you don't have to to be a rocket scientist to make one street one way, the other street or the other way, how it's uh, Adelaide and, uh, and uh, Richmond. Richmond. You know, and you, in, in, on King, instead to have one way, one way, you have one way, you have lots of, lots of, lots of lines.
1: Okay. Uh, we're going to let uh, Brad respond to that. Nick, uh, thanks for your call. Brad? Well, on, yeah, so on the environmental front, it's a, it's an excellent question.
2: And, and, you know, it won't surprise any of your listeners, Libby, to hear me say that well. Uh, leave your car at home and take public transit. That's one way to help cut down on on CO two emissions for sure. Um, in terms of you know creating congestion other in other on other roads because of this, um, remember this this stretch of, of of King between Jarvis and Bathurst is about two kilometers long. Um, and what other cities have seen who have you know made transit priority lanes and and removed uh, cars entirely from stretches of road is that yes for the first couple of weeks there's uh, there's an adjustment to be made and there's some congestion on neighboring roads but that that works itself out in the end Uh, people find alternate routes Um, the city makes lighting uh, timing adjustments to the lights uh, and as I say some people actually opt to take public transit because it's actually going to be faster. Uh, in this case, with respect to making King and Queen one-way streets, that is something that has often been raised and discussed. And um, what I'll say is that this is a pilot only. This particular solution uh, that we're, we are trying to to change King and Queen into one-way streets would require significant infrastructure, and significant changes to the roadway that may not, uh, in the end, be permanent, and then have to put them back. That would be a tremendous waste of money um, and a lot of infrastructure change would have to go in in its place. So um, that's why we're doing this uh, particular pilot. Its it's budget is about a million and a half dollars. We, as I said, and I'll say it again, uh, King Street wasn't working last week. Let's see if it's working better yesterday, today, and in the coming weeks and months.
1: Okay, Brad, and we are going to be checking back with you to see how it is working in the coming weeks and months. Thank you very much for that. Thank you. Okay, Okay, bye-bye. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we are going to talk about a very important topic. November is pancreatic cancer awareness Month And this is something we all should have on our radar because it's a very deadly disease. Uh, We're going to be broadcasting uh, a new-ish documentary and expanding uh, edition of my documentary tomorrow on Vision TV. So we're going to talk about all of that when we return. Back after this.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one.